0: Day three, VMware Explore Barcelona. And uh, yeah, today we've got, from the Cloud Infrastructure Business Group, one of one of the uh, senior VP, or one of the VPs over there, uh, Prashant Shanoy, Shannon. Prashant, welcome, it's my third day, so my, yeah, my, my tongue is like, uh, yeah, <laughs> is, is tripping. But Prashant, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks Pete, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been great so far. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so what, what, how's your week been so far? What would what have been some of, your, yeah. some of your takeaways? Really
1: exciting. Uh, it's uh, we, we had our Explorer Vegas, right, uh, a couple of months back. Right, we right. We had a lot of U.S. customers, partners, et cetera, and the energy seems to be coming nicely on to Barcelona here. So we've had around 9,000 attendees, uh, a lot of our partners from cloud service providers to hyperscalers to channel partners to OEMs, a lot of our customers in enterprise accounts, corporate accounts, et cetera, as well as our own fellow VMware employee, so it's been uh, a fun three days. I'm slowly losing my voice, but uh, it's been great talking to them about uh, how they are truly uh, thinking about some of the new uh, use cases around cloud, right, like Gen.AI being one of them, Uh, disaster recovery and ransomware recovery, getting a lot of uh, interest, Um, as well as just helping make their life simpler and uh, uh, more operationally efficient, especially the practitioners uh, among our customers, uh, and those are some of the things that we've been hearing and uh, some of the announcements that you've made uh, around that area.
0: Yeah, for sure. The, the announcements that you know that have been top of mind for most folks that we've talked to this week certainly have been obviously Gen AI and what VMware's uh, strategy is, which is I think is very fascinating. Uh, obviously, the other one is simplicity. This emphasis on on simplicity. And I think VMware Cloud Foundation is is definitely leaps and bounds into that area, trying to make things simpler, trying to make sure that our infrastructure is more simple. And then of course, disaster recovery. Like we've heard that many times. Ransomware is is, the new disaster, right? Like years ago, everyone was talking about hurricanes and floods, fire, flood, blood, as John and I like to refer to. But uh, yeah, now ransomware is a whole nother consideration. So yeah, lots of things that just to peel back on, on uh, on the general session today. Yeah, John? So, I was just gonna ask, you know, talking about making things simpler, what are we doing to make things simpler, I guess? What's our general strategy to make things simpler in how we we partner and work with customers, how we, you know, not just the technology, but how they consume it from us?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's good that you brought up point, right, because technology is one way of simplifying. The way they operate our infrastructure uh, and run workloads on top of our infrastructure in a very efficient manner. Is one way that we are trying to simplify. The other one is uh, the the set of offers and the prescriptive nature of the offer that we can provide to them. And the third one is really the consumption, the business model of how they can purchase that from us, right? Mm-hmm. So there is simplicity in all these three areas that we are focused on. But in the interest of time, I wanted to focus more on the technology simplification, right? Especially with our VMware Cloud Foundation, which is our the de facto consistent multi-cloud infrastructure platform that our customers trust us to run their most mission-critical modern applications and enterprise applications, right? We have like 85 million workloads running on VCF with a 31% year-over-year growth on consumption of these workloads, right? So these are like one of the fastest cloud providers, if you will, you can say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But we've heard a lot from our customers that make it simple to upgrade from one version of uh, VMware Cloud Foundation to another, right? So if you've listened to that, right? Like starting off with VCF 5.0 and 5.1 release that we had, we can do in-place seamless upgrades, right? So no more migrations. So that's something that we announced at Vegas, but we are built on that. Uh, Number two these modern workloads like AI ML require a lot more GPU capacities per VM. So we have doubled the GPU capacity. Now we can have 16 GPUs per VM, which is humongous as the workload and uh, compute intensive uh, uh, applications take more and more uh, uh, scale requirements. So that's the second thing that we have done. We've also now started building a lot more capabilities around uh, vSAN ESA now is part of uh, VCF 5.1, so it provides 4X performance boost. And finally, things like Virtual Private Cloud VPC, which has been there in the public cloud for a decade, now we are bringing it onto the on-prem environment and making it very self-service for the DevOps folks to provision uh, the infrastructure and have their isolated environment on-premise, right? So those are some of the enhancements. And we have done a lot of automation built into uh, VMware Cloud Foundation itself so we can parallelize operations and automate a lot of the day two operations. So things can be a lot simpler for the practitioner. So, just a few highlights and examples. And
0: just to clarify, you know, we've heard a lot about private AI, you know, you having yeah. your private AI cloud. That, is that something different from VMware Cloud Foundation?
1: No, it's, it's a great point. Uh, a, no, I mean, private AI is built on VMware Cloud Foundation, right? Uh, The simplest way that we can explain is, uh, VMware Cloud is for our customers to run their business critical applications, and private AI is to run their AI and LLM models, right? Both of them are powered by the same platform, VMware Cloud Foundation. So that's the critical uh, uh, difference uh, in a way, but underlying the foundational platform is the same. But the use cases are very unique, right? The, The privacy of why you need your large language models that ingest your proprietary data to have the right access control, to have the right privacy requirements, uh, and to have the right control for knowing that, hey, it won't be used in any other manner than what you want it to be used. Those are some of the requirements that our customers have told us. That along with the flexibility of running their choice of large language models, running it on an OEM appliance of their choice. Uh, getting performance, if not the same, but better than bare metal while having all of the compliance requirements. Those are some of the things that we have looked at key requirements and packaged all that and delivered Private AI Foundation, which is one of our uh, integrated platform with Nvidia uh, for Private AI. So that's something that we announced also in, in Vegas.
0: Yeah, one of the things I find fascinating is because obviously everybody knows ChatGPT and GenAI and and really fascinating, fun to play with. You're not going to use that for your private data, uh, so that doesn't work. So you obviously want to implement some sort of private, uh, you know, LLM, you know, but that doesn't seem like it's a cheap endeavor. Uh, And I think the assumption is that that is way too expensive. Like it's just going to be too expensive, too complex. what is VMware's strategy into making that something that is a little bit more consumable for all of our customers?
1: Yeah, one of the things that we need to understand is like, I mean, Gen AI. there's a lot of different use cases for Gen AI, right? Like there's training which requires humongous amount of data that a lot of our customers can run in a public cloud environment, right? Then there's fine tuning of that model that they can take to an on-premise cloud environment mm-hmm. and use their own private data to fine tune the model. And then it's inferencing, right, on on that data. So the last two part is what we are saying to our customers is a pretty low-hanging fruit use case, Mm. uh, which can be done with as simple as four GPUs or eight GPUs. You don't need like 6,000 GPUs running in a public cloud environment to do that. You can do that in a very simple manner with your own private data uh, in your private on-cloud environment, right? So, and we have curated that platform for you, worked with ecosystem partners like NVIDIA, uh, worked with LLM providers like Llama2 or Falcon, worked with uh, other folks like Hugging Face for very specific use cases like code augmentation and code generation, et cetera, so they don't need to do the work, right? So we are taking that, and that's the job of VMware since our inception right like abstracting uh, complexity from the underlying infrastructure so businesses code developers devops cloud ops can do their job a lot faster smarter easier and we've done that now for gen ai
0: yeah yeah, we've done that, we've done that, I think that's really sort of the theme for VMware from the very beginning, right? Just yeah. abstracting the complexity, we've done, we started with servers, we've done it with storage, we've done it with networking, it just makes sense. It's sort of like the uh, the home recipe is to definitely uh, take away the complexity and just present what, and, and put people to work, right? Let, let them do what they want to do, not focus on infrastructure. Yeah. Uh, that's always been the case, so. Uh, but obviously, ransomware is a big thing. We heard a couple of new announcements yeah. around ransomware, uh, which is you know, a, a real fear for folks. Can you tell us a little bit about the new, the, the new uh, updates to VCDR? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, as I've been talking to customers here, uh, a few things have popped up. Gen AI is one of the things that I discussed. The other one is disaster recovery and ransomware recovery, right? So it's top of mind for CIOs, CISOs, practitioners, line of business, etc. Right. So, and uh, at Vegas, we unveiled some new innovations on uh, VMware Cloud disaster recovery and ransomware recovery, including having multiple cloud endpoints for recovery, including Google Cloud uh, VMware Engine or GCVE. Right. Uh, to add to VMware Cloud and AWS and AWS Outpost. So it's truly a multi-cloud disaster recovery and ransomware recovery uh, platform, right? So uh, what we announced at Explore Barcelona is uh, in tech preview called Intelligent uh, Threat Prevention and Threat Detection, which is most of the ransomware in our customer's environment is lurking behind the scene, right? Oh, yeah. It's hidden in your workloads and uh, even before encryption happens, what we have done right now is use ML-powered behavioral analysis on native running snapshots to detect encryption, uh, detect malware even before encryption happens. Even before so, the encryption. So that's pretty critical. So, and we give a threat score analysis to our customers so they can take appropriate action, right? So that goes a long way in, in kind of helping them uh, be more safer. But, as we always say, Murphy's Law kicks in, you never know, and if it passes through that and malware gets infected and you have encrypted data, we can then look at all the native snapshots that we have in the isolated recovery environment and find the safest recovery point and then recover in your IRE. So that's something else. is also part of uh, intelligent threat detection. So both of those uh, are in preview and will be part of our ransomware recovery uh, solution. The other part of it is uh, VMware Live Recovery, which you can call it to be a unified subscription model that includes all of our cyber resiliency, disaster recovery, and ransomware recovery, site recovery manager, VCDR, RWR, all packaged into a single unified subscription offering, and all managed through a single unified platform, right? So it's simplified consumption, it's uh, unified protection, while providing the choice and flexibility for Do our the customers best to, breed to get there. or yeah. cost or RPO yeah. RTO exactly so that's another thing um, that we announced here so a lot of interest with yeah. our customers but we are keeping up with the pace of innovation there yeah, yeah and, and you
0: know, it, it, for me it always goes back down to like, you know, we're a big company, there's a lot of different pieces of software, there's a lot of moving parts, but it's all connected. You know, like we were talking to Chris Wolf about just about some of the things they're doing with AI and they're using, you know, they're using a cloning technology that was used for VDI. Yeah, they use cloning, yeah. Right, absolutely, using the instant cloning. And when we're talking about VMware Cloud on AWS or, you know, using, you know, some of the, the Express Storage Architeria, vSAN, like everything is all connected. I I feel like that's a big value. It all all points back to VMware Cloud. Like No matter what we're talking about, whether it's AI, whether it's disaster recovery, whether it's storage enhancements, at the end of the day, it all all comes back down to VMware Cloud and VMware Cloud Foundation. Is that, why why is VMware putting such a heavy focus on VCF?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's pretty critical because our customers trust us Uh, and depend on us to create a consistent platform where they can run their most trusted workloads, right? And uh, uh, I think, to a certain extent, we've been successful in doing that for on-premise environment, but we haven't made it easier for them, as as John was asking, right? How are we simplifying the experience? So, and and as more and more of these critical workloads and next generation applications, next generation set of data services uh, come onto the picture, we have an obligation to our customers to create a trusted foundational platform on which they can uh, trust us to run their workloads. And that's where we have intensely focused on making VMware cloud foundation, not a set of products, but a single product with a set of capability and features that our customers can turn on whenever they want and get that same kind of experience whether they're deploying it in a private cloud environment or a public cloud environment through a managed service provider in a partner cloud all through a cloud service provider, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the ultimate goal for us, a consistent experience with a consistent platform with the consistent cloud operating model. And that's why we are putting so much emphasis on VMware Cloud Foundation and then the value added services on on top of that.
0: So let's talk a little bit about those services. Um, I'm seeing some shirts here for data services manager floating around. Yeah, you caught that. my data engines, what, what, what is the importance, I guess, of data engines in this in this cloud model?
1: Yeah, I, it, when, you, when you look at some of the data hungry applications, like the AIML workloads, uh, some of the modern databases that we see, data is what our customers have as one of uh, a compelling crude oil for them, and, and a lot of new use cases can come out of that, right? But as we all know, uh, With that comes unique set of challenges. There's so many different type of data services that our customers want, right? Like data warehousing, streaming, caching, object store for unstructured data, uh, as well as their relational databases, their traditional databases, and modern databases, right? So how can we, again, as VMware, create a unified operating model for helping our customers manage their modern databases and data services in a consistent manner with the service level objectives that their DBAs are line of businesses that um, access the data want. And that's where the data service manager comes in, right? Providing that unified management plane for helping customers manage their data more effectively and data services more effectively. So with the DSM 2.0, release that we had, that's what we did. One is, uh, we made it a lot easier to do instantaneous replication of databases. Uh, we built in security and data protection for those modern databases, that's one. Number two, the DSM always had native inbuilt support for VMware, Tanzu, uh, Postgres, and yep. MySQL. Mm-hmm. But now, for the first time, we are expanding it for a third party databases, like Google Alloy OmniDB, go. right, yeah. Yeah. which has built-in AI performance tuning, and we've seen, based on Google's benchmark testing, around 2 to 3x improvement for transactional databases, but over 100x improvement for uh, their analytical workloads, wow. uh, when you run uh, DB Omni on vSAN ESA. So that's huge, right? And that's built into our DSM uh, layer. And MinIO for object store, Right. right? So those are, so you can see we are moving beyond traditional and modern databases to also other data services like MinIO for object store. So that's the second thing. So it really has utility and value for every persona. For infrastructure admins, that gets a unified management view. For DBAs, that gets to provision data services and access data services in a simple, elegant manner, and for developers that can have that single self-service consumption layer on top of that for their application needs. So that's something that we announced uh, at Explore Barcelona, yeah? Yeah,
0: good to hear that. Last question for you, Prashanth. Uh, know, yeah, we've been here all week talking to customers, we've been in sessions, we've been talking to partners, I know you've been really busy, so what's been your takeaway this week? Any, any theme resonating around the conversations that you've been having with customers or partners?
1: Yeah, it's, I think uh, there's a lot of excitement uh, and, and I would say cautious optimism, right? One of the things that we've seen in the last year is uh, they're truly looking at uh, optimizing their cloud spend. Um, and they're looking at us as a company to say, hey, you've been in in the world of providing operational efficiency, cost reduction, from server virtualization to SDDC, to hybrid cloud, to multi-cloud, so how can you help us continue to do that with the increased pace of innovation? So that's been really interesting to hear uh, from our customers and what can we do to make their operator's life simpler, faster, uh, smarter. So that's one. Uh, The second is new and emerging technologies, data services, ransomware and disaster recovery services, advanced security services, application platform services, and AI are some of the things that uh, they are using as top of mind use cases on which they can use VMware Cloud Foundation. so I'm hearing that Loud and clear, and it's an exciting time, right? Because uh, we have just scratched the surface. Uh, I think there's a lot more for us to do, uh, and there's a lot more, and it's moving at a very, very rapid pace. So we, we have to think through clearly in terms of what is the best value you can deliver for the customer. So, all in all, really exciting uh, to get the customer feedback, but a lot more work uh, on us over the next few months. Uh, to deliver on some of the promises.
0: Yeah, I'll echo that. It's definitely an exciting time to be in technology and an exciting time to be at VMware. Prashant, thank you so much for sharing some time with us this week and enjoy the rest of your explore.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Pete. John, it's been a pleasure.